Hey guys, Trey Llewellyn here, ready to rock another wonderful Commerce Kings episode number three with my good friend, Mark Evans. As you can see, he's always stylish, uh, more than me. I need like some of your shirts. I think I asked you one time to send me a picture of your closet because I was like, dude, I need to see the shirts. And you actually did. You actually sent me a picture. Do you remember that? I don't remember it. Yeah, it was pretty amazing. And so anyways, what Mark is going to talk about today with me uh, is turnkey real estate investments. Uh, I've known Mark for three years. I believe now. Uh, I was introduced to Mark by another mentor of mine, Adam Spiel. Adam Spiel's like, hey, you need to talk to this Mark guy. He does this really cool thing called turnkey. And I was like, what the heck does turnkey even mean? And he talks about this real estate investment and how it's, you know, this house that sits out there and, you know, makes money. And it's like, that's kind of cool. And so, um, so I got to know Mark and I got to call him one day and he actually answered his phone as busy as, as he is. And he still, you still answer your phone to this day, which I think is absolutely amazing. Like I have your personal cell phone and I think a lot of other people do too. And you're, you're an open book. Like you, you just, you talk the talk and you, you know, you know what we're looking for. So, um, so let's first get into turnkey and then like kind of, uh, how we met and like how you can help the listeners of like what they're looking for. Like what's the next vision after, you know, like, cause these guys are building funnels, they're e-commerce guys, they're commerce Kings. They're, you know, becoming, getting their way through the life. And then, and then of course they have these big herds of cash or whatnot. They're like, it's just kind of sitting there. Right, and, right. Like, now what, right? And that's where you become a huge part in the whole scheme of things, of right. investments. And yeah. um, so anyways, let's just start off that. What, what, what like does turnkey even mean? Well, again, turnkey investing. So a lot of times what you said, a lot of people are just busy. So our model is really for the busy entrepreneur that's making money, trying to figure out how to place their money in safe, secure, simple environments, mm-hmm. i.e. real estate investing. It's always going to be there. It's a hard asset. You can touch it, feel it, see it, smell it, even though you might not want to smell it sometimes. But uh, it, again, it's just a straight up, very simple turnkey deal where we buy it, we fix it, we put a tenant in it with management in place, and everything's handled behind the scenes for you. Yeah. So you're so basically, you're going out and buying these rundown homes, would you say? Yeah. 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 Or, or, or yeah, distressed assets, right? Distressed, so right now, distressed. Situations or houses or both. All right, so you go grab those, and then you have a team of like contractors that come in, make it look super clean, super nice. Right. Do you do, like, what about water heaters? What about roofing? What about air conditioning units? Everything, anything to do with the house. I mean, these guys are looking at it for the longevity play. You know, typically the mechanicals you want to have ten to fifteen years minimum on it, so you t- might replace them and or have a warranty in place for it. So in the five years, if it goes out, you kind of have that dog geared in your your financials. Yeah, because I mean, that, that was one thing that I was really impressed with when I kind of approached you is not only are you just kind of like slapping some carpet down, you're actually going through the whole house. Oh, yeah, yeah. You, you go, you, you tear the whole thing apart, drywall and all, from what I've seen, and just kind of like built the house inside out Yeah. from, from that. Is that true? Well, I mean, again, every property is different, but I mean, yeah. you know, we're going to make it a quality asset for a long-term play. Like we're not going in there and putting band-aids on it to, you know, fix it temporarily to make a sell. We see that that happen every day, unfortunately, but you know, our, we're a long-term play. I've been doing it 22 years. So, you know, mm-hmm. I'm not doing it just to get in and out, do a cash grab and take off and go to Barbados and sip margaritas all day, you know? Well, that was <laughs> the first thing I thought you were going to do. <laughs> exactly. True story. Yeah, so it was a true story. So, so uh, Adam introduced me to this guy, Mark, right? Like, like in the internet world, people don't have these type of conversations because like with Skype and with technology now, we can connect really fast and, and, and much quicker, but it doesn't have that real connection feeling. So right. 
I think it creates scarcity in our, in our own selves. And it's like, it's like, okay, is this a scam? Is this something I need to be leery about? Especially with all like the American greed episodes that are on TV, yeah. like people going out and like doing these Ponzi schemes and, <laughs> and, and pyramid stuff, like all this stuff. So anyways, Adam introduces us <laughs> right? and, uh, and I call you and I think you and I talked for like an hour. Yeah, it's a while. I only had, I, I'm only so smart. And when I go into new investment stuff, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know much stuff about it. So what I like to do is I like to look to people who are also educated in the same and then have them vet uh, right. the same person, right? And in, and in this case, it was my dad. And, right. so, uh, and so who's going to be more partner? You're like, yeah. hey, do you mind if my partner calls you? I'm like, sure. And then yeah, it was just, I, think I, like, I think I did say that. So, <laughs> so my business partner, which was my dad, and I was like, hey, call this smart guy. You know way more. Like he's done rentals. He's done flips. He's done everything to where he's going to know the lingo more than I'll ever know. And I, I had him call you. And I was like, yeah, just give, give Mark a guy a call. And I think I was actually on the call uh, with, it, with you guys. And man, like I'll be honest, he reamed. He like came in. Like you didn't even know, like, I'm sorry, you didn't have KY ready. Cause he came in so, so hard. and I'm just sitting back. There, I was like, Oh man, this is getting like really intense. Like I didn't realize he was going to ask these like really intense questions. Yeah. And, but they were good questions. Right? Yeah, buying questions for sure. Absolutely. They're, yeah. They're definitely buying questions. So you're probably really excited to hear that. But then you're like, Holy smokes, this dude is drilling me so hard because the thing is, I didn't know who you were right. I, you know, and to send you a big check for a house payment that I've not seen, which is kind of a crazy thing, only on paper, right? I'm going to say, yes, signature, and yes, I'm willing to buy this. That's how it came down. But I think you you call me back, and you're like, dude, I don't know who your business partner is, but that dude is intense. Like, I've never been drilled as hard as he drilled me. And one, I was like, well, that's good. And then two, I was proud of him for having that conversation. But three, it gave me me more trust, right? right? Because... The answers you gave were, were, were really well done. So the, so the first question is, is like, like tell these guys, like, how do we know, how do I even know, like when I send you money and send you this piece of paper that says, yes, I want this, this property in Manchester, uh, <laughs> that is actually mine. Like, how do I know that? Yeah, no, I mean, again, we use third party title companies. So everyone's pretty familiar. If you buy a house, you're going to close with a title company. It's mm-hmm. not like we're meeting in the back of 7-Eleven drinking 40s. You know, saying, hey, send the $20 unmarked bills and, you know, oh, by the way, you own this house now <laughs> with a piece of paper. But it's, it's going to a third-party title company. Their job is to protect you and I both on the transaction. They're going to accept your funds. They're going to create the documentation. They're going to file down at the courthouse, make sure there's no liens, encumbrances, et cetera, for your sake when we sell it. So, and then once that happens, that's public record. It takes about two weeks to four weeks to get on the public records, but you'd have information immediately, all stamped documents from title company. Yeah. And, and I thought that was cool. And so, but then someone was like, Oh, well, it's so easy to forge that stuff. So I'm like, Oh, smokes. Great. Like make me even more uncomfortable. But I think, I think what really like sealed the deal with you, Mark was when I went to the local uh, County clerk and I I said, Hey, show me the address. Like who owns this house? Right. And they they said my name and I was like, okay, this is like a hundred percent legit. Like I sent him money, we signed contracts that apparently were real. And then, and now the, the courthouse of all, which is a third party as well, you know, yeah. the government is says, yes, you own this house. So it's like, okay, so this is, this is sweet. And, and it's like, put the cherry on the top. Mark sent, sent me a money tree, he, <laughs> which is still alive today by, by all means. It's, it's three years in, still in the same little pot. I feel sorry for it, but it's like super tall. Like it's sprouting hundred dollar bills. It's amazing. Awesome. So, so I think, I think that was really cool. And, and really, um, 
Like to be frank, like Adam Spiel had a money tree that he sent you or that you sent him. And yeah. I was jealous of that money tree because he always had it sit on his desk. And I was like, I need a money tree. And so <laughs> I paid a lot of money for that little tree, which I could have obviously gone down to Walmart, but it wouldn't have had the same effect. Different. But now I have the money tree, which resembles like you made your first like investment. And I see that thing every single day uh, in my window. So it's like, this thing is growing. Like, this is what we're doing. This is the plan. And right. that's kind of, I think that's what the note said, right? Yeah. Like, it's yeah. a, it, it was like a super small little dude. Yeah. Like, when it arrived, it was like, this is your investment. Like, this is your seed. And this is what you just landed. And right. now over, over time, you're going to see it sprout and grow and, you know, go through changes. Like, it, it, the leaves die, right? Yep. And then it grows new leaves. And like, that's kind of the house having its own shifts and bounds. Like, oh, hey, by the way, you had a little bit of a leak that cost you $400 in the roof. Okay, well, let's fix it up. That's a leaf that falls off, but you know what? It sprouts more. And that's just, that's just investment. So, so anyways, like I vouch for Mark uh, right there. I've, I've bought a, a few properties from you. I, 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 I love doing it. I think I waited a full year because I yeah. started with one and I waited a whole full year just to like, and you recommend that. Yeah. Just try one and to do it for a full year and to see like how you feel, like see if it's something you want to do. And right. you know, if not, then just sell the house. Right. And so that was, and, and I did that. I, I took your, I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. Cause that's, that's what he told me to do. So I waited a year. I did the house and, um, and everything was clean and crisp. And I talked to a lot of other people okay. who have done other deals outside of your uh, company. Right. And they said, they said, and this is, I don't know if you know this, they've said that the deals that they do with you are so clean and so easy and maintenance, almost maintenance free. Right. Right. Whereas the deals that they've done with other companies, stuff mm -hmm. breaks. The tenant's not good. The management company sucks. Like all this stuff is breaking and like, it's like, I call it quicksand. Like you hold the sand, it just like falls through your, your right. fingertips. And like with you, it is, it is pretty amazing. Like how you have a system to where it all, all flourishes so beautifully. And, and there's tenants, there's, you know, like if there is a problem and like I've had one house, I think that had like a minute problem and it was so easy fix, but like it was, it was an email and it was done. Right, right. And that's, it's like, okay, that's, that's easy. how it should be. That's how it should yeah. be for, for semi, it's a hybrid of a passive investor, active investor. Like you're making mm -hmm. an active decision to keep your property up to the value where it should be. So just saying in the email, yes, do the job. Like, you know, it's a pretty good gig. <laughs> it's a great gig. So we got a lot of stuff to hit in like so much time. Okay. I want to build trust in these guys to show them like how it's an easy deal. And I, I want to compare it to hiring your first person. Yes. Like, like there's like, when you hire your first person, there's so much anxiety for your company. Cause you're exactly. like, how do I pay them? What do I do for taxes? Exactly. Uh, you're just like hire a payroll company. Oh, it's as easy yeah. as that. Okay. Here. But there's so much anxiety up until that point yep. where you don't know yep. what's going to happen. So I want to take that type of feeling and, and help them whittle that down. Okay. So the first thing is, is like, so you're telling me I'm going to buy a house that I've never seen before. How do I know that it's, it's good. Well, I mean, we live in a beautiful world, you know, where you can literally call someone up, send, you know, go, go to Craigslist and call a contractor and say, hey, I'll send you $100 to go look at a house for me. You have Google Earth, you have Bing, you have all these things that give you points of references. You're going to see up-to-date inspection reports with us if you're doing business with us. You could fly in and see it. You could, I mean, there's a lot of variables. You can call your cousin that lives down the street. I mean, there's, there's a lot of ways to actually touch it, feel it, see it, know it. It's a, it's a real asset. Mm -hmm. I don't think I've seen any of my properties, to be honest. Dude, I have not. I swear to you, and I think I've talked about it. I, I personally have not been to any of the houses I bought since December 31st, 05. Yeah. Once you have an infrastructure, you know, you don't really, 
you're seeing it, but just not touching it, feeling it, seeing it. Like I live in Cleveland right now. I own hundreds of properties in this market and I literally don't know if I'm driving by something I own or don't. It's, it's always kind of funny. It's like, I think I've seen 125th Avenue before. I think I have someone in my portfolio over there. Yeah. So, you know, but, but again, it's, we're using all professional third party environments to protect everyone's interest in this whole deal from start to finish. And, um, you know, we're, we're, it's a professional business. I mean, we have lot, we have COOs. I mean, it, it's, it's a business. Yeah. So, but sight unseen, like we're just saying, Hey, we're buying sight unseen, but that doesn't mean we're not seeing it. The truth is for me and, and you know, Trey, I don't know if I ever told you this, but like I used to go to all these houses myself and I would talk myself into the deal. Like, Oh, I could fix that roof for 800 instead of 1200 and I would have to do the work. So I'd start talking myself up on a price and then I'd actually buy bad deals sometimes like that. Mm. Or I'd just not make as much as I thought I would because I got emotionally attached when you're doing it the way we're doing it. It's either the numbers work or they don't, they fit in that formula that we're, you know, we're successful at or they don't. We say yes or no. My team does. Yeah. So how many, how many people does on your team? Uh, in the office, I think there's like 14 ish in the office. Okay. And then our, our big, our big is out in the field, right? I mean, we're going to have 17 different construction crews, you have multiple property management companies. You have leasing agents. I mean, there's a lot of moving pieces. The ground teams are really, really, that's the monster. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's the building and getting ready for the turnkey system. Sure. So once this house is like beautified and ready to go, it's like this little package that you put a little bow on with a little tree. <laughs> it's like, and so then you sell it to an investor, which is obviously any of you guys listening right now. And so what's it, can you explain what it's like for that transition? Because uh, Roseanne's amazing, by the way. Yeah, thanks. Is it Roseanne or Rosanna? Roseanne. Roseanne. So she's amazing. And then, um, like, what's that feel like? Like how long does that take? Uh, once it's once, and then like, once it's in my hands, what do I have to do? Yeah, it's pretty amazing. I mean, we've whittled our process down from the time we acquire, cause we know when we're acquiring, we're usually seven to 14 days, days out on acquisition mode. So we know when we're acquiring. So our man, our, uh, rehab crews are getting in place and putting it on their schedule. And depending how big the rehab is, but we're trying to get that property from start to finish day we close the day we close on the other side within 21 days. And that's our typical timeline. So, I mean, Trey, you've done deals with us. So, I mean, once you say yes, like the process is like ultra fast. It freaks people out because it's so fast. Mm -hmm. So, we actually have visuals to show you like if you say yes here, here's what you're responsible for. Here's what we're responsible for. And it's going to go quick. It's not like your residential house you live in with your, you know, your spouse or whatever. So, you know, it's, when you say yes, it's gone quick. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It, it, it's fun though. Cause it's like one of those yeses, like, yes, I think I'll do it. And I'll, I'll tell Mark, yes. And it'll probably be 60 days. And they're like, and then like you receive paper, like, all right, this is for real. Like, we're, we're, we're going. And, and then you have the house, like you get your, you get your paperwork, which is really cool. It's like, yeah, you own this thing yep. and it's ready to rock and roll. And then what's even better is you start to see your, your, your bank yep. uh, income checks right? Absolutely. The rental checks coming in. Right. Like, well, that's kind of a cool feeling. And, and realistically, uh, you know, after 10 years, the house is paid for. Oh, with it for sure. You typically right. it's probably seven to eight years, if not less. Yeah. I wanted to be, you know, I wanted to give them a little cushion. Then they'd be like, you know, <laughs> under promise over deliver. And yeah. so I should have said 20 and, <laughs> and then they'll be surprised when it's like eight or seven. So, because then you can use that money to, to push it into another one and another one. And, Yep. And you know, you, you were, you were so, so generous. Uh, you actually invited us to come down to an event you hold. Uh, I don't know how many times you do it, but it's, it's amazing. I got to go and then it's where like, <clears throat> it's like believe in Mark. You should, you should talk. That's what the title should be. Believe in Mark. 
you get to come in. I, I, I was only there for like a half a day because we were like really in and out. I think we just stopped by. But I think before that, you had a two-day event yep. where you taught like, I don't even know how many people, like 200 people or something? 200 people, yeah. It was a lot. Because you had three buses, like yeah. ready to rock and roll, plus a Rolls Royce. We'll get to that. <laughs> and so you have, you have these buses and everybody's getting on and you're like, yeah, just jump on the bus. And we're, you're talking on the microphone and, and after the class, you've just taught them like everything they really need to know about investing. Like, here's all the stuff you need to do. Here's what I do. You go out, you ask people for this price, you do this. You, like you give them the one, two, three step formula of how to do exactly what you're doing. Sure. And then I think what day three was is, but you don't need to do any of that if you just want to go through us. We're the turn, we're the like, you know, we're the green field. Yeah. And that was super cool to go on the bus and you're like, okay, we're going to show you uh, a very like, property that's like i think the property was missing half the siding yeah yeah and it was like some tin foil like flying out and i was like holy smokes like we walk in this thing and you're like if you have, if you have flip-flops make sure you don't come in this house because there's nails like everywhere and i was like all right i'm wearing tennis shoes at least and we went in this house and it was stripped to the bones like to the rafters like you could see it's like pretty much like a new house but like with like stuff hanging around and you're like okay this is kind of how it works like we start with this and then we're going to have contractors come in. We're going to rebuild it. And then we went to the next house. You're like, okay, remember that first house? This is kind of stage two. This is kind of what it looks like. You can see the drywall going on. You can see all this kind of stuff. New, new air conditioners in there. And then we went to a third house. And you're like, okay, this is what you will receive. Like, this is the turnkey. So right. you can go through us and we'll do all that for you. Or you guys know how you, how you do it because I just taught you that the last two days. Sure. And that was really cool for me to see from where you purchased the, the property, which I have no interest in ever doing right. for right now anyways. And then to where you're like, hey, here's this really nice house. I've done all the work for you. I've put everything in place. I, I have the system. And it, it's now yours if you want it. And it's like, holy smokes, this is amazing. Sure. So I, obviously, people are probably like, okay, well, how does Mark even make money doing yeah. this stuff? So do you want to like – because that was my question. I was like, how do you even make money? I was like, <laughs> yeah. why are you doing this? Well, I mean, it's just like in any, any business, you're buying a product for X and you're selling it for X, you know, whatever your markup is. Mm-hmm. So we're typically, you know, adding – a percentage of dollars or adding a dollar amount to it, making sure it sustains the, the cost it costs for the property plus has the return that people are expecting. You know, typically we're shooting for 10 to 12% net returns on a projection basis. Um, oftentimes it's typically higher, honestly. So yeah. we want the end user, we kind of know the end user goals and objections and what we need to perform at. So we're actually just reverse engineering that concept. And, and you do it well. And then it comes down to negotiations, what we negotiate with the seller, what we negotiate with the contractors. I mean, we're getting bulk discount. I mean, you know, it's a lot, it's a lot of moving pieces. So we're able to make a couple dollars here and there moving things around. Gosh, that's amazing. And so, and, and what's cool is like, I'm totally cool with that. Sure. Well, I want you to make money. And I well, think if I don't make money, your property goes south, then you can't call me up and say, Hey, I need help. And I'm, I don't have any money to help you. <laughs> I don't know what to do. And so that's cool. But like, why, why, do you, why do you do this for others versus just kind of build your own po- portfolio and, and don't even worry about these crazy investor guys? Well, we do both. I mean, I'm building, I have my business portfolio, I have my personal portfolio, and then we have this third-party portfolio, right? So as a business, pe- these are business people here, right? So I'm looking at different investment environments as cash flow lead generation. I'm very non-active in the day-to-day CEO business, right? In the um, American Wealth Builder side. Peter runs that side. It creates cash flow every single day for us. You know, we're creating opportunities. It also gives me opportunities to build my portfolio. If we have a lot of cash, we can buy and hold and generate decent revenue from that as well. 
Um, but for me, again, it's just another bucket. It's another business. I own multiple businesses, not just in real estate, but different asset environments that allows us to produce income and take that income and be smart about it and go, you know, get into turnkey assets like this as well. I'm, the truth is I'm an investor in my own company. I buy my own product. Yeah. So I know the problems. I know the good, the bad, the ugly. So I deal with the same thing as a real buyer. That's how the company kind of came about, actually. I think uh, that was a, you kind of hit on a point that I think I hit you with again. Like I was really mean to you, to be honest. Like, I, was, I was hitting you so many times. I still think I hit you today. But well, we can talk about that later. Where uh, the question was is, well, um, why are you selling me this property? If it's so good and the return on investment is so good, like why, why don't you just keep it for your own? And so you, I'll let you explain that one. I mean, there, there's a couple ways to look at it. I mean, at the end of the day, Bill Gates, Warren Buffett has more money than all of us times many times over, right? So why don't they buy everything? You can't own everything. You, it's, it's not even about owning in life. It's about controlling. Mm -hmm. And money's made in the money. The banks have more money. Why don't they own all the assets instead of letting retail buyers buy and rent from them? So there's no right or wrong with it. Say, I mean, dude, listen, ice cream is amazing. If it's so good, why doesn't Baskin Robbins keep it all to themselves? You know, because there's so much volume. The truth is it makes my company stronger. It makes my portfolio stronger. I feel like I can provide a better service to you guys as well because I can drive costs down. I can get you a better price on the asset. I can get better management in place. It's really tough. I see a lot of guys get in trouble when they buy onesies, twosies, and then get a higher management company, third party. Mm. It's, it's a disaster in the making, guaranteed, not a matter of if, matter of when. So we have so much power with them. Like we can actually coordinate that with them and say, hey, you know, you're screwing up our guy Trey's deal. You know, like this is going to affect a thousand houses you're managing for us. Like now it's not $50. Now it's $50,000, <laughs> you know, so a little bit different conversation if you're on the phone with management. It is. It really is. And so you're, you said you're out of Cleveland right now? You moved out well, of I'm in Shaker Heights. You know, I live here about three or four months a year, and then I live in uh, Palm Beach, Florida the other times. Oh, geez. Oh, yeah, because you guys <laughs> actually need to follow Mark. It's so fun because he's an inspiring, he's an inspiring guy. Like, not only is uh, Mark doing some cool things, like, you can always catch Mark, like, smoking a cigar and giving some, like, just golden nuggets of, like, what he's thinking about that day. So I love watching those live feeds. And then... Some of my favorite ones are uh, where you're like, you get, you're jumping on a private jet with some of your elite investors, which right. I think that's pretty cool to watch. Sure. Um, and so you do, you do a lot of cool things that's inspiring. And so if anybody's ever looking for someone to, to be inspired from, it's, it, this, I follow Mark. So I, I always watch like what you're doing and that's awesome. Like, it's, it's really no, cool. It is. I mean, listen, I think the thing is, every, like you and I, I mean, I mean, you're doing awesome stuff over there too. It's like, you know, you're watching you in the Moz rolling around or whatever. Like, I think guys like us, we're, dude, we're all grinding and hustling. Like we love what we do. So it's like, you know, me jumping in the jet, it's like, oh, I'm showing off in the jet. It's like, dude, I'm with 10 guys. We're getting ready to put millions of dollars of deals together. Mm -hmm. I'm more excited about that than the jet. Because <laughs> yeah. like, literally, it's amazing, like flying for two hours, you know, and uninterrupted and amazing conversations at a high level, you know, and a couple couple glasses of rosé and all of a sudden actually real things start flowing. <laughs> so it's cool though because you're really like disarming them and you're flying anyways. Why not take a private jet if you can and yep. why not how to turn it into an experience, not just a process, you know? You're, you're buying memories. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Like you bought me a $2 tree. I probably, maybe it's $3 and that tree, but that tree is worth way more than that three bucks. Oh, for sure. You know, because I see, I like see it every day and I don't know why you didn't stick your business card to it. Or, or make like implant your name on it somehow to where I have to see Mark Evans every day. Right. But the thing is, is I do see it every day. 
And right. I knew it kind of comes from you and I water it every, you know, every week and it grows and it grows and it grows. And it's just that, that constant reminder of keep investing, keep, keep doing the, you know, one at a time and it, and it grows like that's, it's not like you need a million dollars. Maybe we should talk about that. Like, right. do I need a million dollars to invest with Mark? Cause I sure as hell don't have a million dollars. Like, well, but you have five, you have 5 million, so you don't need a million. Yeah, but, yeah, exactly. I have 5 million, so I don't need a million. No, I, I think the thing is you can start off in the 35 to 50 range, depending on the environment, what product you kind of want. I like the 45 to 55 range for the beginning investor. I think you'll have a better experience. I think your returns will be a little bit better uh, long-term. Um, but that's where you need. It's all cash. And there are opportunities to refinance out of this if you want. But if you start refin- if you start purchasing through financing, you know, my big fear to investors, especially if you're making cash is you get overwhelmed, you get frustrated, you get stressed out, the market, you know, the tenant moves out for three months and you can't afford it. Like we don't want to put our investors into a situation that's going to cause grief because if you're ticked off, you take off our team, our team gets like no one wins. So instead of going that route, which a lot of people do financing and it's just, again, I see a lot of disasters with that because we end up buying their product eventually. But if you pay in cash, you know, like if the property sits empty for two months, it's not a big deal. But if you have $500 a month going out and that's a big deal to you, there's an issue there. So, yeah. you know, um, but, you know, call it 50000 I think you could definitely get involved 50000 to start it off and really have a great experience. Do you want, we have a little bit of time left. Do you want to talk about, uh, and then we're going to tell them how to get hold of you. Do you okay. want to talk about, uh, I lost my train of thought, where basically they come in, they, they do the, the 50000 but but not only that, but like how... Uh, you survived, I know everybody talks about 2008, but how you survived the 2008 period right. because of the way that you were, you were, you do business, right? Yeah. What other people were doing. No, it's huge. You know, so actually we thrived in 2008, not like when the market was crashing, we actually buying the products for way lower, way, way lower price and actually just getting more cash flow. So when the market's crashing, you, you can raise rents because people are renting, not buying. So you can raise rents. And then when the market stabilizes and starts going up, you don't call your tenant and say, hey, great news, market's going up, we're going to lower your rent. So that's good. So you bought it for lower and the market rent's going up. It's kind of a good model for us. So I buy for cash flow. I don't buy for appreciation, speculation. We're not doing development. We're not doing any of that stuff in this environment. It's scary. It, 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 again, it's, you're playing, it's gambling. Um, not to say you can't gamble properly and you know hedge it against you and all this stuff, but some of the smartest guys in the America and the world went broke when the market shifted and they have the, they have NASA formulas behind them, showing them how, what to do, what not to do, how to place your money, blah, 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 blah. But listen, if cash flow dries up, you're in trouble in any business, not just real estate, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we all know you never like, if there's more cash flow coming in than going out, you have a good business where guys are getting hurt. They, you know, their formula was buy it today, sell it for 10 months later and make a big pop over here. But every month they're paying all these payments unless you have something coming in, you can't sustain it. We, um, so I, I was talking to an investor just kind of to back you up there. Uh, a good friend of mine had him in, on a VIP call to talk about this actually, where he, he went and grabbed the newspaper, the wall street journal. And on that, it said, these are the fastest decreasing of appreciation, uh, homes in the, in these top six zip, zip codes. Right. And he was in four out of six. Oh gosh. In four out of six of the, all his properties were in four out of the six. Right. He, he right then knew that things were going to go south real quick because he did have financing and he had those formulas that said, no matter if we're, you know, we, we are better than anyone on yep. our, our, on our average, on our ratios. Right. 
Sure. He saw the depreciation happening so fast by like 8% or something per month. He right. goes, we're, we're going downhill fast. And he, you know, bankruptcy, uh, sure. like bad stuff, right? Dude, some of the smartest guys I know went BK. I mean, these guys, listen, I barely graduated high school, never went to college. Like, I just know cash flow coming in is a good thing. And more cash coming in and going out, you're, you're pretty, you got a good business. I think, too, there's a lot of people from all over the world, right? So it's like $50,000 house are like, what in the world? Like, people live in it. Like, is it even possible, especially if you're in Cali or whatever? Um, these are, like, super nice, solid assets. Like, people working at Home Depot, Lowe's, Burger King, or wherever they work at, it's kind of, this is where they live. So especially in the Midwest. We're only in Columbus, Cleveland, Akron, Kent, Ohio, too, Trey. Mm. Right? So yep. uh, that's important to note. Like, we're not doing this in California, San Diego, or anything. Um, mm. Yeah, I mean, like amazing people got in trouble because they got on the wrong side of the formula, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Buy right for the right reasons, and you will sustain anything that happens. It's pretty amazing. And that's what you do. So, so tell us, more, tell us a little about you. How do they get? How do they get a hold of you? What can they expect? Do they get you on the phone, or is it like you know a customer service representative? How does that work? No. So the way my team's designed is everyone's a higher level. You know, we, we have eight players in the team, you know, from my COO to my acquisitions people, to my dispositions, to Roseanne, as you know, she's amazing. Um, so all you need to do is just go to AmericanWealthBuilders.com and you mm-hmm. can fill out the form, put your information in there, put your phone number in there. And then um, someone from the uh, wealth strategist department, there's two people in there. So one of them will call you, have a conversation. We're not there to sell you on the call. We're there to actually understand what you're trying to do. Yeah. Like if you call something, you're like, I'm 32 years old. I have a million dollars. I want to get $20 million tomorrow. Like we're not a good fit. <laughs> and we'll tell you that, like, we're not afraid to say that. So, you know, that, that's the easiest way. You could always private message me on Facebook. I mean, if I, you know, if I got time, I typically do. Um, I think if you run a good business, you should always have time for people. Yeah. Um, and it's not, it's not a bot. It's not mini chat. Yeah. Out, like, Hey Mark, hello. What would you like to do today? <laughs> it's actually you. What is that? Is that on Facebook now? Oh, you don't even know about that. Yeah, that's, oh, uh, those are, yeah but there's bots now. We're like, if you message somebody, right. it replies a, a coined response. Come on. And so, uh, so anyways, you're having conversations with a robot and most people don't even know. So, oh, wow. so basically, yeah. no. You, so you don't even know about that. So you're yeah, probably I, doing I had that. a flip phone 18 months ago. So <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, you know, moving on up a little bit. But mm. no, listen, I, I, I've designed my business to run for me. and. Yeah hire great people in there um, and, you know, business building. I think the biggest thing too, Trey, I don't know if you want me to expand on this or just a tad, but the biggest thing I see where people get in trouble as entrepreneurs, kind of like guys in your world, my, like not necessarily in real estate, but like list building or whatever they're doing in the, you know, business building world. A lot of times they're like, well, that 50 grand I could put in my business or I could do this. And the, the answer is always, yes, you can. And if that money's just sitting, you know, it's actually depreciating because it's mm-hmm. not making earning anything. And actually for me, if money's sitting, I actually get stressed out about it and like go bananas. But the thing is, is like, and you've done this and you probably had to go through this to your mental stage of process when you bought a property. But like once that 50 grand's gone, we're all great. Like something happens in us where we actually get excited to do more and we start thinking, how do I buy another one? Mm-hmm. And now it's not like, oh, I just lost 50,000 because it's not lost. It's sitting in a hard asset. You can depreciate it. You can earn money from it, blah, 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 blah. But like the hardest part we get with entrepreneurs is they're afraid to put 50,000 into something mm-hmm. and go from there. And we know people like the truth is these properties are, you know, we're not saying buy it and sell it next week if you get in a, a, a trouble, but you can buy these and there is a liquidity opportunity to sell these too. It's mm-hmm. not like you buy it and you can never get your money back. <laughs> There's right, a you cut to the house. Yeah. So you actually have something of value that you could sell and get your, you know, get your principal back. Right. And that's, that's absolutely amazing. So obviously guys, uh, Mark Evans 
on Commerce Kings. This has been amazing. Do you want to talk about Fortitude before you go? Well, no, it's Fortitude, man. Listen, I, I truly believe, yeah, I do. Everyone's been staring at it. Everyone's like, Fortitude, there's something going on with this Fortitude. I, I was trying to hide it. I didn't know you guys could see that. But Fortitude to me is, again, I have a two-year-old son almost, and, you know, I want to teach him to be tough. You know, I, everyone's talking about this bullying stuff and all this. Yeah. I honestly think we're raising a bunch of wimpy generation, like, under us. Like, where I come from, you get smacked around, you get pushed down, you get made fun of. I don't. I personally would not be here if I didn't get made fun of and, like, get a complex from my father. Like, quit being a wimp, get up, you're tougher than that, blah, 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 blah. But, like, you know, everyone's, like, the bowling and standing in the corner. Like, so, like, to me, fortitude is, like, I think the best gift we can give to kids, ourselves, et cetera, is, like, the fortitude. All entrepreneurs here, right, Trey? Yep. Like, we all have fortitude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, we've all been picked on. We've all – the only uh, – successful people are are literally, like, we're doing it for a reason. It's not just to make money by far. It's, like, I'm going to show you. Like, I had a high school teacher. <laughs> like, you're you're going to work for minimum wage your whole life. You're a loser, blah, blah, blah. I'm, like, I, I'll never work for anybody. And I'm still today, I've never worked for anybody necessarily. So, you know, fortitude to me is just like building this internal like muscle and working on it every day. And, you know, the kids are resorting to drugs, suicide and all this craziness. And it's like, you know, it starts at home, man. We got to, we got to toughen these kids up. <laughs> That's what it means. Anyways. I, love, I love that internal muscle fortitude, changing, you know, uh, reinventing the internal muscle. Yeah. That's uh, that's pretty amazing. So guys, Mark Evans, thank you very much. Like you said, uh, find them on Facebook. It's E V A N S, right? Yep. Mark uh, Evans, DM. DM. Mark, oh, yeah. DM. Yeah. What's DM stand for? <laughs> well, to my mother, dream maker, to the world, deal maker. <laughs> <laughs> dream maker to deal maker. All right. So real quick, we're going to jump over to our private VIP session, which is the behind the scenes of the podcast. We're going to talk about what, how, why the 60 homes matter uh, or 60 doors, whatever you want to say there. Uh, how did you pay cash for a Rolls Royce? And then three things to look for. Uh, when investing. So we're going to go do that with a VIP call. Guys, thank you for being on this episode of Commerce Kings, episode three with Mark Evans. And that was turnkey real estate investment. I'll see you guys later. See you guys.